0: What it do, what it do, what it do, what it do? This is the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Eric Compton, a.k.a. Ms. Com Business, a.k.a. Money Compton. And this platform is available on all platforms. So Google, Stitcher, Apple, uh, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts, this podcast is available on all platforms. So go ahead, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell somebody that you don't like at your Thanksgiving dinner, that you probably going to sit there and you ain't seen them in probably two years. This Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays to everybody out here in the wonderful universe. Appreciate the love and support. I know I've been out the last couple of weeks, had a lot of traveling, uh, came down with a little cold. It wasn't COVID, so, you know, bless up on that, but it's been it's been an amazing couple of weeks. Uh, been doing a lot. Went to a New York, uh, the New York Giants versus the Las Vegas Raiders game. Went to UFC 268, went to go see the Knicks against the Cavs, went to a went to a hockey game, the Rangers. Um, so, you know, I've been out moving and, and doing my thing. Went and checked out uh, Terrence Crawford against uh, Sean Porter this weekend and possibly the fight of the year. Um, shout out to Bud Crawford this weekend, um, handling his business against Showtime Porter um, it was a great fight. Uh, I, I thought uh, I thought Porter did you know he did enough to stay in the fight. I had Crawford win in the fight before the tenth round knockout. Um, it was an amazing atmosphere. Uh, got to rub elbows with a lot of people out there um, at the Mandalay Bay. So it was a great event, great fight, possibly one of the fights of the years, easily hands down. And you know, boxing needs that. Boxing needs to be able to get the big stars against against each other and have these. Stop having these boys duck and hide from each other as well. So um, we back. We about to do this. We about to we about to get out back on this train. Uh, and we we're gonna ride a bike like we ain't never forgot. So go ahead and tell a friend, tell somebody about this podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Money Compton. You can also find us on Twitter at S-P-O-R-T-Z-B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. You can also email us at gmail. You can also uh, find us on the World Wide Web as well, SportsBusiness.com. You dig? So let's just get into it. You know, we just wrapped up week 11. Uh, man, this football season's been going by fast. It is. It's, it's fast. Um, we're already in week 11, and we still got, I believe, another six more, six or seven more weeks of NFL action. So I'm gonna go down to winners, losers, and I'm gonna do. You know, we are gonna do what we usually do. So you know my winners. Hey man, I, I didn't see this team really being anything, and, and they're starting to put together a nice little string of wins, and they're starting to catch my attention. And that's the Indianapolis Colts. I thought I thought Wentzmania was gonna be a fraud out there in Indianapolis. I thought, uh, you know, they they were just gonna be a team. I, I thought they were gonna be the bottom outside of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I thought they were gonna be the worst team, uh, the worst team in the division. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm wrong. You know, they went up to to. Uh, upstate new york yesterday and they were able to beat the bills um and it wasn't even close 40 41 to 15 and i wouldn't even say it was it was the, the colts that beat the bills it was jonathan taylor i think he picked up five touchdowns yesterday and over 100 some yards on, uh, on the ground as well becoming one of the youngest players to do so uh picking up over 100 some yards and scoring five touchdowns so um the colts are there they're they're cooking with something to be six and five they're right there in the middle of the pack Um, and being, and and with, with them being able to play good defense, Jonathan Taylor by far right now is hands down the best running back in, in, in football after the injury to Derek, uh, Henry, who I'm still, you know, I I hope he recovers very, very fastly fast, but yo, my man, you was on my fantasy team and and, and I needed you. Um, so, uh, it's been one of them seasons, uh, for a lot of fantasy football owners, but the Colts. Uh, I think they're cooking with some fish grease. And I, I got my eye on them a lot. Um big time. So, you know, we'll we'll see what they do. But the Bills as well. I mean, this isn't a this isn't a, a good loss. And now with in uh with New England beating the brakes off of the Falcons this past Thursday, I believe it was 25 zip, if my memory recalls me. Um I they're 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 leading the division. And who who would have thought the Patriots was gonna be able to to, to to be the leaders of the division going into the middle middle to latter part of the season. So I don't know what Bill Belichick is doing with with that team, but he's got them boys playing right. Mac Jones looks possibly outside of Jamar Chase probably the offensive player rookie of the year, um, which is crazy. And that defense is is, is they ain't, they are forced to be reckoned with. So um, yeah, shout out to the Colts. I mean, a lot of people probably slept on the Colts. I know I did um and, and you know they probably haven't been this good since Andrew luck was in town um so so they're they're balling and and, and the bills are starting to regress a little bit so that's one number two man uh which which is kind of interesting because I saw this team play in person I believe four weeks ago about four weeks ago and they look trash they look like a team that just didn't have an identity uh Jalen Hurts and I'm talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I felt like the the Eagles were were, were dead as disco about 44 four, 4 weeks ago. Um especially after they got a drubbing a in the way the the Las Vegas Raiders put put a hurt on them and and now they they're, they're kind of putting a, putting some wins together and and for them to be able to beat the Saints yesterday. Um and I know the Saints are having issues with quarterbacks. Uh, I know Kamar Alvin Kamara didn't play yesterday, but still the way Jalen Hurts has been balling Um, they, they look like they, they figured some things out. And I know Jalen Hurts isn't, excuse me, the best quarterback as far as throwing the ball. But as far as being a dual threat, being able to pick up three, three rushing touchdowns yesterday, um, I think they're, I think they're onto something. It was the first home win in almost a calendar year for the Eagles as well. So, um, I think the Eagles are, are trending upwards. Um, you know, you got the Washington football team that's regressed a little bit, um, well, they won yesterday, but they, you know, with, with Chase Young being gone, um, I don't know how Washington's going to look. But right now, if I had to take a guess, I got the Eagles. I think the Eagles are probably the second best team in that division behind the Cowboys. So um, the Eagles did they, they? I mean, I think that was probably a huge upset, even though <coughs> the, the Saints have been shorthanded and they've been injured for a majority of the season uh, for the Eagles to be able to do what they did. Because I think at one point the game was 20 20 to 10, 20 to seven. Um, and even though the game ended with them being up winning by 11, 40 to 29, um, they, they didn't play bad. Um, it didn't seem like it was a close game at all. It seemed like the Eagles had it, had it, had the game busted over for, for a majority of that time. So, um, it's, it's, you know, the Eagles are trending upward. So they got to give a game ball to them boys. Um, the next one's got to be the Minnesota Vikings. I didn't really have any hope in the bike Vikings. Um, you know, the Vikings are a good they're always a good second team. You know, they're always a good second middle of the pack team. But for them to be able to beat the Packers, and I think Aaron Rodgers threw for like 385 yards, four touchdowns, didn't turn the ball over. Um and and, and for them to for them to lose, um, it was, was a huge disappointment. Um Packers were probably had him holding on to that number one seed in the overall um, NFC and and they they dropped the ball. Um, I felt like the Vikings was a that was a easy, you know no it's no division game is an easy game, but for them to be able to play the Minnesota Vikings, you know going into Thanksgiving, I thought that they would be able to. That was a surefire win for them. Um, but Kirk Cousins and, and the defense and uh, 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 the wide receiver where I can't think of the name right now, Justin Jefferson. I'm I'm sorry. Um, as well as Dalvin Cook, that offense is balling right now. You still got Thielen on the other end, and and and, the, and give give credit to the Vikings. Um, I think that, I thought the Packers scored a little bit too early um, when they threw that one bomb um, late in the fourth quarter. I think there was about two, a little bit over two minutes left on the clock. I think they gave them too, I mean, gave them too much time. And I know that um, the Vikings they knew that if they were to score this fast, they didn't want to give Aaron Rodgers the ball last. And they took their time, waited all the way until the end of the uh, end of the night, um, kicked the game-winning field goal, and they won. So, you know, it, it, it was, they, they did what they needed to do. Um, they're still now a 500 team. And the crazy thing about this, year, this this football season this year is that I don't know who's good and I don't know who's bad. I mean, you got bad teams out here beating good teams. I mean, it, it's just been an interesting, just a weird year for sure. Um, it it just you just don't I mean any given Sunday has been the best montage to say um, to say the least as well as as far as the season goes and this was a good example Um, and then also my other game ball goes to the Baltimore Ravens Um, Baltimore shorthanded without without the greatest show on on turf right now which is Lamar Jackson um, who was out for a non-covid illness um, for them to you know play with a whole bunch of uh, a, a backup quarterback whose nickname all we knew was Snoop Snoop Hundley, I believe, was his name. Um, for them to figure figure something out, and you know, Lady Luck rolled on their side a little bit. But you know, the Ravens to for them to be shorthanded, for them to go on the road in a tough place like Chicago, and to beat the Bears, I mean, you you got to give hats off to the to the Ravens. Um, they're. they're you know right now they're they're you know they're they're probably the most consistent team in the afc right now um and that's hard to say outside of the patriots i think they're probably the most consistent team um that's been the most even kill so those are my winners and you can't have winners without some losers we're gonna go over some losers um the cowboys lay uh, the cowboys is one of my losers and now and and i'm not i'm not the big bashing of the cowboys i'm not a I don't hate the Cowboys, all right? I don't, I don't like them, and I don't hate them. So, you know, when I see my social media feed, you know, getting lit up, whether they win or lose, it's, it's no news to me. Um, but I felt like the Cowboys low-key late in eight. Um, You got the, you got a Chiefs team, yes, they, I believe that's four games in a row that they're winning, and yeah, you know, Travis Kelsey talking about they got their swagger back, but even with Amari Cooper, who caught coronavirus, um, you know, and he's going to miss the next two games... I felt like even with CeeDee Lamb, before he got hurt at halftime, I felt like they had enough. I felt like the Cowboys defense with Trayvon Diggs, you got uh, Micah Parsons, uh, you got uh, the the great pass rush. I felt like they had enough to possibly be able to keep up with the Chiefs. Now, I didn't see the Chiefs defense looking like they were about to be the 84 Bears as well, or the 82 Bears. Um, I didn't see that happening as well. Um, So... uh, you know the, the Cowboys just didn't look like they're ready to play. Um, Granted, they about to have a, a, a easy a, a layup probably this Thursday coming back home, and they're going to play against my beloved Raiders. And there, that's a great segue into them boys because they are some losers. And me being a lifelong fan of the Las Vegas Raiders, this has probably been been the most frustrating season ever of being a fan. I know that there's a lot of issues going on in the locker room. I know that there's a but. Though the the, them losing to uh, the Giants a couple of weeks ago, um, them getting the brakes beat off of them against the Chiefs, um, and then also now losing to the Bengals when they had the game in hand, let me tell you something about the Las Vegas Raiders. If I'm not mistaken, they are the bottom third of red zone offense, which means I think they're only scoring right around over uh, right around 67% touchdown conversion. It's bad. Um, and I was with I was with some of my good friends at that Giants game, and I said that it was right before halftime, and Derek Carr missed a wide open Darren Waller. I said that's going to end up costing us the game right there. You can't keep going into the red zone throwing up three points. You just can't do that. I know they got an interim coach right now, but I, I at this point I'm tired of seeing Derek Carr. Derek Carr, he cannot be the core. He's not the long term answer for the for the Raiders. You can't go into the future with a team relocating to Las Vegas, where a city like Las Vegas expects you to win ASAP when you've had two other sports franchises that one grew up that was inaugurated here and another one that relocated here that's have instant success. The city is not really behind the Vegas Raiders. I'll tell you that right now. Um, and number two, when oh, you've got all these players cutting up in the city, is not helping you and doing you any favors as well. So um, at this point, I'm ready to see Marcus Mariota. Uh, and I don't care if Marcus Mariota goes out and 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 turns the ball over i mean we got to see something else at this point because their car between him not being able to hold the ball at the end of the game him throwing all these different interceptions i think he's turned the ball over six or seven times in the last three games combined you can't you're not gonna beat anybody like that and the cool part about it this year is that the raiders defense isn't that bad you got Ngakwe, you got max crosby you got casey hayward jr (coughs) excuse me you got a pretty good uh, linebacking core with Perryman in the middle. I think he's one of the league leaders in tackles. You got a nice solid defense this year, and the defense is getting tired because the offense can't generate points. So with that being with that being said, you got Josh Jacobs who can't who can't run all of a sudden because the offensive line is just terrible. I think he had like 16 rushes for 40 yards yesterday. Derek Carr barely found uh, Fa- Foster Monroe, the backup tight end. Um, yesterday was finally Darren Waller's breakout game after being in a slump for about four or five games. The Las Vegas Raiders right now probably got to be one of the biggest. Well, I don't know. To me, I'm not surprised by any of this, but this has definitely been super extremely frustrating. And in, and Deshaun Jackson, I mean, what, what was the point of bringing him out there? For what? I mean, you were better off trying to get OBJ at this point because Deshaun Jackson likes to run in the opposite direction and fumble the ball. So I don't know what the, what the Raiders' long-term goal is, but it can't be Derek Carr. And I don't know who they can get in the quarterback class of this year's draft. Um, so we'll see. But they they stunk up the field pretty bad yesterday. Um, and then also, Cleveland Browns, bro. How you barely beat uh, the Detroit Lions who ain't won a game this season? Well, I guess, a tie, I don't know. tires a loser. A tie. I don't know about y'all. Email the show. Do y'all think a tie is a win? Do y'all consider ties wins or is that a loss? In my book, that's a loss. Ain't no... Ain't no moral victories in a tie and, and i really wish the nfl would get rid of ties it's just it just doesn't look good and it's, you have these players that played for 70 minutes that can't and you're just gonna say nah we don't have a winner it's not cool man so email the show man tell let me know what y'all think if, as far as do y'all, do y'all like ties in football i don't um i don't even like them in hockey um so or soccer, but. For the for the for the uh, for the Browns to talk to talk all this jazz about OBJ, you know he was a problem to the team. He ain't he really wasn't the problem of the team. It's Baker Mayfield's pedestrian self. It's Mister Progressive who's on all these different commercials. Hulu Progressive. I don't know what I don't know who wanted to market this dude, but don't nobody even like this dude. His own teammates don't even like him. So the for them to be able to only muster up thirteen points against the backup quarterback who only had. 75 yards passing, and it wasn't Jared Goff playing. Um, it's just pathetic. And the Browns, they need to, they need a, uh, they need a refresh. They need to hit the refresh button too, because I don't think they're going to be able to last that much longer. And if they do make it to the wild card, if they play the Patriots, Chiefs, um, I'll say I'll take the field against the Browns. They're not going to win a, they're not going to get a playoff game this year. They, they, excuse me, they won't win a playoff game. Uh, I don't see that happening. So, um, that's just pathetic. Um, I, I really felt like that was just sad. Um, but, you know, the Browns, the Lions will be the Lions as far as I know. And then my other get- losers got to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. I thought about this long and hard when I was watching this game last night. They got to be the youngest, oldest team if I've ever seen one. And when I say that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about between injuries of, you know, your highest paid defensive star, which is T.J. Watt. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick was, was hurt. I mean, just all of these injuries, and then you got an old quarterback who's just battle. You just you can every time you step on the field, it looks like he just got one one last drive in him, like he just can't do it. And that's Ben Roethlisberger. Pittsburgh Steelers got to be the youngest oldest team if I've ever seen one. And I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't. I think Ben Roethlisberger, it, it, it's it's just time for him to retire. I mean, he just missed he like that. He just missed passes yesterday, and I know they they, they came back with a. Well, you know they came back, but it wasn't on the on the back of Ben Roethlisberger. They had a block punt, they had another interception. Um, you know the, the the two drives they were practically in the red zone at that point. Um, but when you saw at the last drive, he couldn't do nothing for them. He got sacked twice, all the way damn near back at the their own end zone, almost out of safety. And then the fourth and fourth and a mile pass, it wasn't even down the field. It was a a, a five five yard out route, and he couldn't even make the mark. So. I mean, the, there's gonna be a lot of turnover next year as far as quarterbacks go. But I think Ben Roethlisberger, he's in one year too late as opposed to she should have got out one year too early. And this is one of those, one, of, this is a perfect example um, of just Ben Roethlisberger just looking very old. I mean, he looked very battled, just, just the dude to just bend through it, man. He looked like Grady from San Francisco, just a man that's just sick and tired of being sick and tired, man. So. I mean, you know, shout outs, shout outs to um, the Chargers, because I sure thought that that was going to be one of the most Chargers ways of one of the most L.A. Chargers or San Diego Chargers or whatever Chargers you want to call them, phone Chargers, iPhone Chargers. I thought that that was going to be one of the most staple mark ways of how they just another reason on how they're able to lose a game. Um, And they 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 figured it out. A nice bomb to Mike Mike Williams at the end of the game was amazing. So. Um, this, those are my winners, those are my losers. We got the Thanksgiving games. Um Thanksgiving week games and we'll we'll dive and we'll recap that next week. Um but yeah, yo Cowboys fans, y'all better be better be lucky y'all playing the Raiders this week. All right, yeah, this is a good this is a good tune-up and a nice little, you know, uh, get get your uh, you know, go ahead and unbutton your, your your belt so so you can go ahead and uh, eat good because y'all about to eat real good against the Raiders. I can tell you that right now. I think the Raiders. This Raiders team has. They. 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 I mean, they just tired. Uh, they, they, it's just been too much. It's just too much adversity. Uh, too many. Too many off the field issues, and I think they. Uh, I think this is the part where they just nailed it in. And if I. If I'm thinking right now, it's probably three major, three or four major offseason or off the field events that have taken place for the Raiders this season. It's just you know only a team can take so many, so many punches like that. So many haymakers where. You know, I think they're, they're looking at, they're looking at their, their backs are on the mat and they're looking up at the lights. I mean, I think they've checked out for this year, so we'll see. Um, we'll definitely see. Um, this is a good, we'll, we'll see. Um, let's, speaking of the Detroit Lions, man. Hey man, I think the Detroit Lions need to recruit, uh, Isaiah Stewart as their next running back. Uh, and I'm not, I'm talking about Isaiah Stewart of the Detroit Lions. Uh, you know, and it there wasn't a way I was going to sit here and talk about this, uh, Almost, uh, well, the skirmish, and I ain't gonna sit there and say it's the miles and the Palace 2.0 and nothing like that. Um, But man, my man Isaiah Isaiah Stewart needs to be playing. He was out here looking like Barry Sanders last night on the basketball court, and I'm not even talking about what you know uh, he his basketball numbers. I'm talking about he was out here just dipping and dodging and moving and grooving and getting out of out of the people's way to try to get his hands on LeBron James. So now, you know, we had a little skirmish in Detroit last night. And, uh, you know, there was a box out and LeBron, you know, I I play basketball. Basketball is my favorite sport. So LeBron, what he did, he did that on purpose. And, and, you know, Isaiah Stewart, you know, if he really wanted to do it, he could have sat there and elbowed him right in the ribs while they're boxing out at the free throw line, you know. Um, LeBron comes down on Isaiah, Isaiah Stewart's face. He's out here looking like... Sean Porter got a bad cut, bad busted lip. I mean, he's got a crimson mask all over his face, and you know he's he's out here tossing coaches, dipping and dodging through other teammates, trying to get his hands on LeBron. Runs in the back, tries to go to the other side of the locker room, and and, and you know this is this this is what the league doesn't want. Um, which is you know which is which is a good thing. It's a family event, and you don't want to see people throwing punches. Um, but also at the same time, um, I would be shocked and I'm going to keep it a buck. I would be shocked if LeBron James only gets suspended one game. Um, if that's anybody else, that's probably going to be at least two to three games. Um, but I'm pretty sure LeBron's only going to get one game. Uh, you know, based off of the fact that that's their, that's the poster child. That, that's the guy, um, you know, and there's things that poster childs end up getting. Uh, but you know, it was, it was, you can't do that. You can't elbow somebody in the face. You, you know, from what I saw, it looked like he was just looking at him. He didn't sit and try to say my bad or nothing like that. He just looked at him, had his hand out. You know, he probably tried to say my bad after when Stewart got into his face. And that's a big old, that was a big old dude right there. Um, you know, he, he fits the moniker of who Detroit is, was, was Isaiah Stewart. Um, so, You know, it it was a nasty scene, um, but also at the same time, is this what the is this the punch in the face of what the Los Angeles Lakers needed? Because they've been walking around looking like they don't have an identity. And sometimes when you get hit in the mouth, that might be a wake up call. Um, They were able to pull out a win after they were down by double digits last night. Um, But you know, this might be the wake up call that they needed. So we'll see what ends up happening with the Lakers, but. you know, I'm assuming Stewart's going to get a few games. He's got to get at least three to five games um, just based off it. And I get it. It was based off the reaction of when he saw his blood. I get it. And I understand. Um, but based- just the perception of him just looking like a maniac, um, running around, dipping and dodging. You know, I, you know, I know for a fact he knocked down an assistant coach. An assistant coach was flying. His glasses was flying. Knocked down another league official. His cell phone went flying across the field, uh, off the court. So... Um, you know, we'll see what ends up happening. But LeBron got to get at least three games um, at a minimum. Will that happen? Probably not. Um, so we'll see what ends up happening with that. But I had to bring it up. Uh, you yo, know, the Suns, they win, they win what, I think, 11 or 12 games in a row. Ugh, ugh, they, they look good. I thought that that was just a miracle, just a one-off season. But they look very, very consistent. I like the pickup of Jamel McGee for them. That brings him another death, of another, death at another 7-footer. JaVale McGee gives him anywhere between 15 to 17 minutes of good hard minutes to spell DeAndre Ayton. Also, it gives if DeAndre Ayton gets in foul trouble, you can bring another 7-footer off who can move his feet, who's very athletic, and plays hard. Um, so I like that pickup. Uh, you still got CP3. You got Devin Booker, who hasn't really became Devin Booker this year. I think he's starting to get it together. And if you actually take a look at a lot of these... Um, outside of KD, but if you're looking at, uh, Dame Lillard, Devin Booker, Drew Holiday, even Middleton, um, a lot of these guys that played on the Olympic team, um, they seem like they they they're, they're, they don't, they're a step behind, um, but it looks like they're, you know, I don't know what happened in the Olympics or just being in a, in a weird environment like that, but a lot of these guys, they look like they're, they're a step behind, um, but then you got guys like JaVale McGee, uh, uh KD, uh, uh, Draymond Green, who are all in Olympics as well, that, that are balling right now too. So it's, it's, it's very interesting how some of these players come back from overseas and playing playing Olympic ball, how they try to get reintegrated back into NBA ball because his rules are different. The basketball is smaller. Um, so we'll see what ends up happening with that. But I think Devin Booker hasn't become Devin Booker just yet. So once when he becomes Devin Booker, man, you're looking at the Warriors and Sons Christmas Day game. That's about to be probably the best game on the slate. Um, In my opinion, and that's not me being a hometown boomer or anything like that. I think those are probably the two best basketball teams in the NBA right now. So um, look out for the Suns. Um, The Lakers got a lot of work to do because the West is deep. I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't even just the West. The NBA is deep. And I know and and, parity has been is is been as close as it's been since maybe maybe 10, 15 years ago. I can't remember how, how close this league has been um, as far as competitive competitiveness goes. So we'll see what ends up happening. NBA season really doesn't... It's We're probably already 10 to 15, 12, 10, 12 to 15 games in, but the real season doesn't... Really, the season officially doesn't really begin until Christmas. So you got about another... Three, three to four weeks before the NBA season really gets cracking like some broken bones. So um, I'm excited because uh, I'm done with football. I, I'm only worried about basketball at this point. I'm done. As a Raider fan, I'm done. How done is you, E? I'm D-U-N done, 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 done. So with that being said, it's time to wrap up the show. We got the Sports Business Podcast dummy of the day. Man, this is the ratchet side of me and I'm about to get real ratchet. Um, I read this article yesterday. And it was scratching my head because I looked at, and I don't, I don't condone any of this. Uh, let me, let me just put that out there. But I read an article, I believe, over the weekend. I think Friday, um, the Louis Vuitton store in San Francisco got raided. I don't know how much merchandise was stolen, um, monetary value, but it looked like they got jammed up pretty bad. Where um, that area now is taking different types of security measures at nighttime, where they're only allowing an X amount of cars. I believe is what I read. Um, through the Union Square area, and anybody from the Bay Area knows that don't make no type of sense, but all right. Um, but then I see um, over the weekend, uh, there were some copycats. Uh, there were some copycats, and I believe it was yesterday um, over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yesterday, more than a dozen people tried to be some copycats in a Chicago suburb, and they said that 14 people raided a Louis Vuitton store near Chicago. Grabs $120,000 in merchandise, police sir. So would y'all take only about two bags? You only stole two. How fourteen of y'all only take $120,000 worth of merchandise? It's fourteen of y'all. Y'all should have been in the what? Y'all should have been able to hit at least for a milli, like or uh, 500, half a milli, a quarter milli. But 120? That means y'all probably only took about, depending on how you did it, y'all probably only took about four bags, bruh. What, I mean, what is going on here? Four five bags, man. I mean, if you're going to do something, do it right, is all I'm saying. I'm not sitting there condoning robbery, but if you're going to do it, you're going to have to go, you're going to have to do max, you're going to have to give max effort. I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at these robbers, and I don't see that they gave max effort on this, on this, uh, on this uh, 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 uh raid that they planned on doing, or that they did, so um, it looks like they're, they're, there's, there's footage of these suspects wearing masks and hoods and stuff. Um, so I hope they do get caught. But y'all are the dummies of the day. Where it's 14 y'all, y'all can only scrounge up 120 racks worth of merchandise. Um, you know, y'all got to do better. Uh, and, 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 and at the same time, uh, we're living in some crazy times right now. Um, you know, so everybody needs to stay safe. Uh, we've had some interesting uh, outcomes with the Kyle Rittenhouse trial um you know and was i surprised by the outcome no um you know and, and that that's sad you know that that's sad that i've gotten to a point where i can't even be surprised at outcomes and things like that we're going into closing arguments of the Ahmad arbery trial um we'll see how that one turns out to be but you know let's just have, let's just enjoy everyone's time this weekend um i hope everyone that uh, is traveling i hope you all stay safe I hope that the people that are traveling are actually have the bigger gatherings that they have within the last year or so. I hope y'all are uh, taking the right precautions and making sure that you're not, not only keeping yourself safe, but you're keeping your family members safe as well as your loved ones. So um, I know we are here at, 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 at my household. So um, I hope everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope everyone eats good. Um, I hope y'all don't have the beef. I hope game night don't go bad. I hope whoever your cousin, auntie, mama, uh, Sheree, uh, 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 uh Sherry or anything like that or TT, anything like that. Y'all got beef with anybody. I hope it just passes by. Um, but yeah, send me our Thanksgiving plates. I know I'm going to eat good. I know, I know we about to do it big here. So uh, with that being said, y'all stay safe. We're going to run it back next week. Um, and yeah, other than that, you can find us at all the social media. Like I said, we do things a little different. Sports Business, S-P-O-R-T-Z-B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. Just Google us, find us, and I promise you, you'll enjoy it. Other than that, we'll see you next week. Take it easy.